Blue Tunnel within the traditional territory of the Mississauga people. Where are we born? Toronto. Toronto. There is no pronunciation. I appeal to you as a fellow American, but I'm Canadian. You don't look it. It's a common mistake. Unbelievable respect and much respect to these fans, to this country. This is unbelievable. Best there is. Take it to the altar, because I'm not the one that's responsible for your feelings. You know, God works in mysterious ways, but it just, I, my spirit feels like it, it goes with Canada. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Not That Sorry. You're here to be fun, fine, black and Canadian like us, and you're not that sorry about it. On Juneteenth, no less. Hey. At the time of recording, not the time of release, because time travel. So I'm Jan, the one rolling through the weekend, literally roller skating, hitting the trail tomorrow, weather permitting. Joined, as usual, by John, the one shopping for Argos tickets to make sure the CFL season's on and popping. Yep, just buying season tickets for yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just handing them out. <laughs> and and them so, <laughs> Right? <laughs> And Antonia took time out of all reflective surfaces since dyeing her hair to spend time talking to us into good. her phone camera. I look good. I mean, so get ready for all high it. level thirst trap threats. What'd you, what did you classify it as? I messed it up. There's like thirst level, like le- thirst trap, like levels. Yeah. There's like high alert and there's like, you know, high other alert levels. level thirst traps. Nah. Get ready for them. I already, I mean, I posted some photos, right? But they're not thirst traps. They're just me showing off my hair. Well, give it time. <sighs> give it a couple weeks. <laughs> so let's get to it. Canada's drag race queen of the north, Brooklyn Heights, announces that she's to be the host of the new Crave original actual reboot. Shade. Uh, one queen, five queers. Modeled after the classic one girl, five gays. Yeah, it was an MTV thing, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, that was a weird show. Release date TBD. Um... Alberta is opening all the way up, lifting all restrictions by July 1st. Bad idea. But also, not. Uh, I'm not surprised. The stampede is on. And, I mean, I this is me watching too much, actually watching news at work. But Jason Kenney's like, well, Texas did it. Look how well they did it. No. <laughs> yeah, that was the sentiment of the entire control room. Oh, <laughs> Just dear. yelling at a Jason Kenney who couldn't hear us. So, good luck and stay safe, Alberta. Also, Canada's Got Talent is taking applications, so John, get your skis shined up. And uh, stick a juicy fruit. Yes. I assume you play the spoons, I can play the jug. We could audition. We could do this. We won't get far, I'll but we'll the, get I'll somewhere. Be your hype man. You have actual vocal talent. What no, are you I messing around be, with us for? I want to be a hype man though. I want to be that friend who's in the wings Ooh. being like, those my friends. <laughs> Terrible use of time and talent. Is it though? Yes. Is it though? Yes. You're wrong. I said yes. Look at all the other hype men that have made it. I want to be like one of them. Oh, jeez. DJ Khaled is a hype man. Look at him now. All right. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> a Netflix series, Never Have I Ever, starring Canadian rising starlet Matreyi Ramakrishnan. Season two releases in July. I want to say 15th. Don't Somewhere quote me. There. Um, a friend of the podcast, friend of my life. Savannah Hamilton hosts and launches Swish, a WNBA insider show on NBA TV Canada. And I'm so proud of her. Cool. Also, in awesome sports news, Laurent Duvard-Tardif 
is a finalist for the ESPN Muhammad Ali Sports Humanitarian Award because he just keeps he just keeps at it. And in Canadians' future of tennis, Felix Auger Alassime upsets Roger Federer at the Halle Open. That's huge. Right? That I mean, he's old enough to be Felix's dad. But he's still playing at a competitive level, and he's, he's out there open to defeat. So Felix went and did it, <laughs> and we so proud. Yeah. So I actually got through that pretty quick. So yeah. we'll take this short break. John is so proud. Next stop, what you say? Yeah, what's up? Let's uh, let's get into what you're saying on this Juneteenth because, ooh, the corporations be trying, <laughs> the uh, the white fragility be trying harder, and um, yeah, what what started it for me was seeing. The San Jose Sharks attempt. Oh, about breaking every chain? Yep, by having their shark logo break a chain. Did you guys uh, know the San Jose Sharks freed the slaves? I did. Now, the more you know. Crazy that in 2021, we are now finally learning the truth. Yeah. Who made that? And yeah, are they still brother. working? Who's the brother made that? Oh, no. What? Okay. And that's that Fires? draws me to the side. <laughs> that draws me to a branch of this tree of... Black people are not a monolith. Nope. Nope. He's a Muhammad Fofana is an account manager for the Sharks. Wowzers. The proceeds of the t-shirts bearing that design. What? T-shirts? Uh-huh. We're benefiting the African American Community Service Agency in San Jose. So you guys all canceled. I didn't cancel nobody. That money coming in. I didn't do anything like that. It was a terrible idea. It can be both tone deaf and helpful at the same time. Listen, he's just trying to do what he's got to do. This is his one time where they handed him the account and said, you and know what? And he still had to work that holiday, I do bet. Do what you do. 100%. Well, he's account manager. 100%. You got to see the success of your campaign <laughs> yeah. roll out. Listen. And in this case, it was a short-lived one. <laughs> like I said, it's not, it's not that I hate it. It's just a side-eye. Like a... Hat I saw at the dollar store, which was, which was modeled very much after Trump's uh, rally caps, but it said uh, Canada's already great. Uh, so I'm like, I get what you're trying to do, but because of what it looks like and how it's styled, the yeah, no, it's a so, bad design. Like, uh, it's just the, the cringe of it all. Bad. I mean, I appreciate the colors because maybe that might be a dope kind of sequence for the Canada uniform. owned red and white. Okay, no, I will no, give. I'm looking that. at the picture. Oh, I'm you're like, for oh, the Juneteenth for the the Ken San Jose Sharks, Sharks yeah. one. Yeah, the colors. Yeah, beautiful. I, listen, like I said, maybe a Whatever shark takes, not listen breaking the chain. Listen, if <laughs> exactly, um, the Migos start rocking these jerseys, it's listen. a thing. Listen, the Migos. It's not a the thing. Migos. It's a thing. Um, it's I'm a just, thing. All I'm saying is they could have just done sorry, mom. the shark and then <laughs> splashed it. They could have. They could have. Uh, sorry, mom. No, they could no. have splashed it in the red, red, black, and and green instead of doing Juneteenth. Let the shackles out. Don't do that. Shackles off. No, leave them. Just don't do that part. Mary, Mary does not approve. <laughs> 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 You're saying leave the it. sharks that ate over 
thrown that eight slaves thrown overboard. Yeah, not a good taste. Aren't a good representation. No, they are not. Of Juneteenth. No, they are not. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and agree with Antonia and oh, say no. Listen, Break chains. All I'm saying Break is chains. All I'm saying is with San Jose Sharks, between them and between what Amazon gave to their employees, I don't know if you heard about this. I did not. Some girl went on to uh, TikTok. I was watching earlier today, and she was like. <laughs> Amazon handed them a bunch of like Juneteenth shirts for them to wear and then provided them with a fried chicken and <gasps> cornbread lunch. And it's a white girl and she's like, I am she's like, I can't even explain how angry I am right now that you did this, but not only did you do this, you gave this to your black employees who had to be here, did not get the day off because they are working to make money for their families. She had the, she was like, this is what they gave us. And someone else corroborated a story too, and they're like, yeah, we also, I, yep, this is what we received as well. They're, they're, they're they, castaway. They did they take the chicken? Well, she literally, well, I mean, hopefully the holiday they're working is paid because it's a federal holiday. Like, I we don't can know. Does it we start, can only hope. Does it start officially now or does it start next year? What's protocol? I don't know. I think it's this next is my year. first I don't new know. real federal holiday in the U.S. But she literally, she's like, this is what's happening. I'm putting, she literally, she, she was like, I'm putting in my two weeks, not just for her. That was the tipping point. She's like, I'm already stressed out for this, but this is what's happening with Amazon. Get your people. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Like, that's a lot. It was bad. And I, I forget what company did it, but they were serving um, grilled watermelon on Juneteenth. I'm like, we've got to stop this. Yeah. And like I said, like anytime lunch is catered at work or there's a free there's free pizza somewhere or something like that's always that's, that's always a vibe. Off. That's always a vibe. But like everybody's too still, busy looking at the food. We and cringe. Skedaddle. <laughs> like we cringe. But. You know, shout out to um, Muhammad, whose heart was in the right place. Yeah. Gassed up off of um, that ice hockey sport. (laughs) (laughs) In San Jose. Yeah. It's hard to, you know. California, yay. Hard to get your um, your thoughts and prayers across. Yeah. Sure. This is a struggle I don't know about. (laughs) It's just. You know, I remember as a kid the LA Kings being pretty well outfitted in rap videos, but I don't, I don't know about San Jose. There are, can, really, we, there can, are newer can, teams. can we do this? Well, can we say this? Well, can we, can we, can we shows like you know at least the company had the nerve to go. I mean, the organization had the nerve to go out on a limb and nope. just like jump in. Nope. How I'm do tired you? Of, I'm tired of giving free passes, people. For, for I will. Minimal I'll give the assist. Can you on, a, let, on what would have been a missed dunk? But like. I definitely see where both of you are saying. We have to acknowledge that the effort wasn't harmful, especially since it came from a black artist or the final decision was made by a black man. Okay, cool. But also, <laughs> we've got we've to acknowledge that we're going to have this, this, I guess, room to grow sort of situation. They're not all going to be easy targets. They're not all going to be universally likable or we're not going to like every single thing about it. I... Well, I'm accepting that in my heart. Well, the thing is, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying real hard. Power companies so much that like they have to respond to every single thing now. If you don't, it's just like you're hating on yeah whatever every percentage company, of people. Every that company buy logo is a rainbow right now. Do whatever. So, you yeah. have no choice. It's fine. If you don't fall in line, you're the one going to get ostracized. And I mean, yeah. You know, it's a weird kind of peer pressure, but... It's a weird place to be in. <laughs> here right? we are. 
I've never seen this in my life. I don't. So I clearly don't know how to act, how to react. I mean, put it this, put it this way, put it this way, put it this way, put it this way. There's a good chance that people are only going to know of Juneteenth holiday because some of these um, companies actually go out and promote it and not even forget that the government gave you the holiday. What I'm not. It's the message that's missed. What I'm not. Well, the message was missed. And, you know, it's so not what was was asked of black, uh, you know, African-Americans. That's not what was asked. You know, That's it's cool. Every every single time, every single time, black people say, "Hey, you know what'd be great? Outside of reparations, reverence to the policies in place are this, 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 this. We're yes. given a band aid. When it comes to other cultures, and I will put it out there, when it comes to the stop Asian hate, everything else too, there was actual action that went into making sure actual legislation that went into place for doing that. Well, and that's great. We want wins for people. X, Y, and yeah. Z. But when it comes to black people, every single time we say. You know what would be awesome? This, 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 this. No more discrimination here. No more this, but more representation here. Blah, blah. They go, hey, how about we just do this fluffy thing? And We're just going to change Aunt Jemima. That's literally like, okay, we got rid of that. Change. Cool. You guys are good. So nut. Juneteenth is literally that. Where they're like, okay, well, and we're we're black people. We're just like we didn't need Juneteenth to be a holiday. Black people were just doing that thing on their own, and now black people are like, well, now that everybody gets, because now we've just given white people an extra holiday. Like and that's uh, really what but, it is. And yeah, but it's a, dis- it's a discount it's retail. And it, so that's the thing I'm afraid no, of. I'll kick in later. Don't what worry. I'm, what Give I'm, it two years. what I'm afraid of. And I think that was the Kev on stage was talking about this, where he was like, "Say freedom and get ten percent off yeah. or whatever." Oh, there's, Did yeah, you there's put one, in the uh, discount for this? Offer code. Yeah, <laughs> offer code something. <laughs> you know like, how weird they're gonna commodify. Well, they something. did it for Fourth of July as well, and that was their own shit. But that's you know what though, because Americans so and I'll President's let them, Day and yeah. Veterans Day, that's, Memorial yeah. Day, like, they already bastardized. But we let they them do, do that. Shit. We let them bastardize that and do their nonsense with that because they'll just mess up anyway. This was something that black people were like was theirs, and yet again have to now share with other people because they want to be in on the fun too. But in on the fun means oh, I get a day off work. Sweet. Well, it's not. St. Patty's. It's, it's not St. Patty's, Patty's but I mean, in on the fun. It's not Cinco de Mayo. No, Give it, it No, yeah. In, that's the thing. It's going to become those things. Yeah, because that's the someone American way. Like, what are we doing on a holiday me. besides not spending money? I You're mean, there, there, were, there were national broadcasts of, um, you know, Juneteenth gatherings. Like, I think ABC did something. Yeah. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. hosted something. Um, Amanda Seals hosted something else virtually. Like, yeah. Th- like, and I'm I'm fine with that. Like, obviously, like celebrate, do the thing. Yeah. What I don't However. need. What I don't need is a, <laughs> like do all that and support black businesses. Yeah, I don't. And, I don't need. A, you know, I don't legislation need a, for racial justice. No, I don't need Those a bar things. crawl. I don't need a bar crawl for Juneteenth. I don't need a. I don't need a not to, like none of that. Like just again, it's just a classic. When it comes to black people actually needing real legislation that is a game changer and life changer or whatever, politicians go, or we could do this. But the <laughs> because weird as thing long is, as they get something out of it, put it this way, then they're good. It's never for our benefit. Low-key, a bar crawl Republican, of all black businesses. Republicans were across the board. But, but, right? that, but I would be fun to do outside of it being a, sure. oh, we've made this holiday and now we're going to treat it like St. Patty's and go around doing stuff that isn't actually even related to St. Patrick's, whatever else, and you know, we're, we're related yes, well. to black people and you know the Guys, enslavement or whatever. We got like the holiday, we got the day off. I mean, we didn't get I mean, anything. Canada didn't get the day off, but they got the day off. The day, the second day, the day that Canada someday Canada will be able to benefit from that somehow. <laughs> well, I mean, well, eventually, oh no, we'll get the sales. Our Canadian, yeah, yeah our Canadian go. government will be. Oh, we have Emancipation Day. We always off did. Now. 
I mean, but well, not always, gonna, but like no. we've we've been had it. No, but like having like the the physical holiday, like this is our oh, you this know, is a, a holiday this is a, holiday. A like working emancipation day, day has been a thing, but now a working holiday off. That'll be the next step. Yeah, for well, them to not give black people what we actually need, which is rights. It won't be. It won't be my <laughs> lifetime. I'm just gonna say Republicans get back the house the first thing getting rescinded. <laughs> oh, that is gone immediately. It's Juneteenth. Immediately, it's gone. Like they're gonna whoop. <laughs> yeah. And then somehow still bring Trump into it and be like, well, he wanted it, but we don't want it. Because what what are we up to? Like five, six states over there who uh, who have banned, oh, like at the legislative level level, they've banned critical race theory. Is it like fifteen now? Is are oh, we? No, all? They're dead set against it. It's not. Happening. Yeah, I think yeah, it's so like, like ten plus now. Oh, hey, you get this federal holiday, but we can't tell you why it happened. Why? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they should I because think, it'll it'll I, it'll make. Uh, Kids hate white kids. I don't think that they should be able to have Juneteenth if they won't teach critical race theory. I think that's what should happen. But also, I was reading John a tweet. This person put there like, this is what should happen for Juneteenth. If you are half black, you get half the day off. Oh, if you're a quarter, Lord. it sounds like a quarter, I get this. So it's like, if you were under, if you claim to be black and you're only, you're like less than a quarter of it, you still have to work the entire day, but someone will save you a plate. And I was like, I. I think the real thing <laughs> is, how soon does Juneteenth become an amalgamation of are the world. Oh, listen, that's a great song. Uh, yeah, when it's not the world and your issues and your whatever, whatever it is you represent is gonna. Yeah, notice how we haven't done anything like that since. We can't, we can't get a bunch of egos in the room to do "We Are the World" no. in, in the twenty. Our version, in the twenty. No, because the version of the "We Are the World" is all the white people getting together to sing "Imagine." That's the version of "We Are the World." That happens yeah, see, every. Gonna, happens every single. Thing. No, that's our version of it. Because again, we won't no, get. We won't be the world was an original song. No, but that what Quincy if, Jones no, produced. I'm not talking like, about the original song. What I'm saying is the version of that that's happening now is every single time something atrocity happens in the world, case we get point. a group of white people together who go imagine. Uh, the people and I'm like that's why we'll never have the we are the world yeah. again because that keeps happening Ugh. <laughs> garbage tell us how you really feel it's literally trash <laughs> but yeah just <laughs> it's it's gotten to the point where it's funny to me like the the tone deaf of the tone deaf and how and watching everybody move in a way that they're working so hard bending themselves and contorting themselves in such a way to not appear um insensitive or not to pe- not to appear um as an ally or compassionate or empathetic and i mean okay cool you know every new skill you don't take some don't you don't take to right away ask ask the time i tried to learn how to play guitar like you just <laughs> sometimes you suck and that <laughs> Sometimes you start off sucking. Yeah. And sure, you got two years. <laughs> you got two of these things to go around. And I mean, I will start I will start the counter with a the, one of those um, X amount of days without an accident sort of situations because once somebody black faces for Halloween, we restart the clock back to zero. <laughs> like well, the minute somebody's slipping with the N-word – um leaked group chats like whatever it is the minute we're back to zero <laughs> yeah so you get two years of consecutive days with no accident with no yeah. incident it'll never happen before <laughs> i will start to slowly come around even then <laughs> the standards are high around here i drive a moderately tight ship because 
because, and I feel like we shouldn't have to keep saying this this much, and yet we could make an entire podcast series of just the debauchery of it all. I wanted to use another word, but Jan, uh, John doesn't like when I swear so much. <laughs> so, I don't know. Is there anything we can actually say or do? Yeah, we got the day like, off. <laughs> no, we didn't. Again, we didn't get they didn't get, They got the day off. They got the day off because yeah. it was Saturday. I consider, I, consider <laughs> it, I consider it a win regardless for all of us, but they got the day off. I mean, you if you're shooting for stars and some type of acknowledgement and some deep connection from the U.S. government to, um, <laughs> that's true. you know, to educate or, you know, help these, or just bring some attention or whatever to it is, forget about it. Like, yeah. you're reaching for the stars. Just be happy they got that and happy that they have it for now. <laughs> and cherish it, celebrate it, go overboard with it. Yep. Let them know that this is an actual thing that yeah. they want happen. I mean, you know. Even but, if they do strike it down, just keep, just book the oh, day off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, I'm out. always been like that for most exactly. black folks in the States. Anyway, they didn't yeah, care they know, they regardless, exactly. right? Like it's, it's a celebration, and we're going to celebrate, so you you say it. You have to remember that we're, this has this been a hot, heavy two years for America and Hard out here having in the pandemic. some black history inhaling it. I mean, they just had, had to deal with Tulsa, you know, Black Wall Street. That yeah, whole, we're finding out for the first time after a hundred years. Yeah, they just had to deal with that whole just what anniversary. Proof that nobody watched watch a couple weeks, and I need them to. Not even that. Further proof <laughs> that it's not important to teach history as as a core subject and not an no, elective. You just gotta wait till like someone. People, people would rather teach that shit, teach it as an elective and be like, okay, well, we'll opt into that because it's a little heavy material. But, but there's also a group of teachers who are having. Columbus. There's also a lot of there are teachers who are rejecting this whole not being able to teach uh, critical race theory. Like this is like they're putting their own. Feet down in some type of protest. And I love that. How they're gonna yeah. navigate this, but the again, they uh, need to know. Public schools, you're probably good, but outside oh, the of private uh, ones, yeah, that'd be yeah charters and privates, and I mean, yeah. I don't even think you're allowed to speak all the Southern Americas. Else. I mean, and it makes me think of because I I was in French immersion all through high school. Charters and cafeterias, <laughs> <laughs> back of school buses, right? We're mobile, uh, so soapboxes, yeah. Um, but yeah, so my, my grade 11 history class was taught in French and, you know, it took, it took years later talking to my classmates who took history and English to compare what we were learning. My teacher kept it real about the indigenous struggle and the crimes against them. And I'm just like, oh, you guys didn't. So I'm like, it made me think that our administration either didn't speak French or weren't checking in on that curriculum because nobody knew that Monsieur Janice was going rogue and teaching us all these things. And I was like, yo, I knew I knew of these things in French. Yeah. But it's always that, you know, renegade teacher that does that, right? It's Absolutely. Really, I mean, every school has one in there and you're lucky if you, you know, were able to luck in and stumble in their class and, you know get some type of other perspective other than just what's being taught and safe and nice and actually talking real world facts but it's a tough climb but i always say this starts at home um yeah you know there's a whole wide investing internet in yourself there. in education and you know i mean one of the, one of the things that i'm not that concerned within your own 
Yeah. Circle. One thing I'm not concerned with most of this n- upcoming generation is that so many of them are already educating themselves and doing a lot of stuff and teaching their friends. Yeah. Like they already have so much more access and information like than we did that they're literally teaching their friends over TikTok, over Instagram, over Twitter, and like doing all of this in-depth research and being like, yeah, so these are my parents and they're stupid and <laughs> this is what I know and this is what I'm going to go with and I don't listen. I'm like, good. So I don't have as much hesitancy and fear that I thought I was going to have with Gen Z because they're just like, Sorry that you guys had to go through all this and not know about this information, but we know this now, and we're going to arm ourselves with this information and not be as we're not going to be our parents. Yeah, uh, they're fortunate <laughs> enough to come look at this world, basically get the full brunt of all the crap that got shoveled down and shoveled down, and yeah, they're the only ones that actually this point can actually see it all because, I mean, they've been raised differently, taught differently, educated differently. Yeah, true. So they don't have all those, you know, trip wires and step in the bucket kind of things that we had. Yeah. You know. Like, can you imagine as a kid, somebody with a straight face trying to tell you that race and racism, like you being too young to learn about these things? Like, are you, I, <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard. And I'll, I'll never be anybody's parent. But to be like, um, yeah. My age was in the single digits the first time I experienced racism, but we're gonna oh let let let's try to this is the way we're gonna preserve childhood. But oh, isn't that every nursery rhyme, sing songy, bright colored Muppet show to teach everyone to be nice? Like that's so. What's the deal? Yeah, but they had to do that for us. So they yeah. had to give us some Muppets. They had to give us Sesame Street. But I mean, these are children. Yeah. You appeal to a child's short attention span. And bright colors and spinny shapes and whatever attracts a child's mind. Like, I'm, I'm not faulting that at all. Yeah. Great life lessons, life lessons here. But, like, these same Muppets could also address this. Yeah. And probably make a banger of a song out of it. Probably. Bring some, some celebrity cameos. You know, I remember Patti LaBelle teaching me about vegetables. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> the Muppets have bosses, too. I'm sure they do. So. I'm sure they do. That's true. Again, take our day and, you know, take the day, take the holiday, and be thankful. Indeed. Not also Thanksgiving, s- but thankful anyway. Send your black friends money. <laughs> I'm also not against that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll feel weird about it. Um, mainly because I don't want to hear why they're doing it. Oh, no, <laughs> like, no, no. Reparations send, is going to be crowdfunded. I don't crowdfunded mean, reparations. I don't mean send the money with an <laughs> apology. <laughs> just send the money they're literally there are people on instagram right now celebrities who are like here's the deal for all the white people wondering what they can do for whatever blah blah blah, either support black businesses or if you got even if it's not your black friend someone was just like anyone who's in these comments put your venmo your cash app or your paypal and like anyone who's in here who wants to send the money don't tell them why just send it (laughs) and i'm like i am not against that not against that at all. Do you submit your information to any of these comments? Most likely. My <laughs> you do be entering giveaways. I do. Did you create this whole thing? No, I did not. <laughs> but I thought about it. But I have been repeating we'll for post the past. the link to her GoFundMe. I have been for the past couple of years reposting something on my Instagram or my Facebook, which is like, if you love your black friends, you'll give them your cottage for the summer. And I'm like, Jesus. And I keep posting that because eventually someone will bite. <laughs> well. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, you heard Happy the lady. Got to get Happy my reparations June. somehow. <laughs> See, that's not how that works. But Closed mouths don't get fed. <laughs> there. Sure. So I'm going to close this mouth right there. 
and we'll take the short break. Next stop, the ship. Welcome back. Thank you so much for staying with us. It's time for another go round of the ship. One by one, we will discuss the eight picks chosen by us this time. Although, shout out to Jamal, who suggested the topic. And between the three of us, we'll vote two to one until we decide who's the winner of the championship. Wow, John. Unprofessional with the phone. Listen, keep What's that What's unprofessional is keep making that note of that. <laughs> uh-huh. Keep that in. Just let it slide, but you had to. It's loud. You're professional. You it's loud. You ruined, you ruined my explanation. Either way. Push through it. Push through it. <laughs> anyway, so today's ship will be our favorite athlete cameos. I expanded it to anything. TV, movies, music videos, songs, what have you. My compadres and I have seem to have unknowingly limited it to movies. And that's cool. I picked one TV show. And I'm fine with it. Oh, wait, two TV shows. But either way, these are good. And I wish our our bracket was a little bigger because we left some good songs and that on the board. But we'll, we'll get to that. I will speed right along to our first matchup. We have, at the number one pick, Mike Tyson in The Hangover. Because, obviously. Yes. <laughs> and at the... Number eight spot, we've got Josh Donaldson in Vikings. Now, I submitted that pick knowing I'm still going to vote for the hangover, but I just wanted it said how, because I don't watch baseball. And I was dating somebody at the time who was big into the Jays, and I'm like, this guy, I'm like, this, I'm like, who's this dude with the Viking hair? And I always clocked that. And then I saw him in season four <laughs> with lines and everything, lines that weren't English. And he had tattoos, and the scene was, whoo. But anyway, I love Vikings. I love that show. So I just needed that said that, look, Josh Donaldson, I saw you. <laughs> and Damn. I loved your performance. <laughs> that was a dope cameo. But, How many I different mean, ways can you tell someone you love them? <laughs> I mean, for, for a baseball player, I, I guess I pretty much do. <laughs> but, I mean, I know I know what it is. Mike Tyson, the hangovers, he was spectacular. <laughs> he was hilarious he was great he but was i mean great. mike tyson's just a funny guy to me he is but putting him in the hangover was just a perfect place to like i don't know reintroduce him into society again yeah. <laughs> like it just fits so perfectly him into, and his face tattoo and everything just yeah. a great time it just fit into the wackiness that the movie was setting up anyway and yep. it just it worked it works for me <laughs> john what do you got you're so sad right now with that what is john what are you patting about i'll go with that yep. <laughs> all right we're going with mike tyson but mike tyson Josh Donaldson, I just want you to know. <laughs> Jan will let you know that she loves you. For and maybe she's the proud of you. <laughs> the one other view the one other listener who might watch Vikings as well and might have <laughs> clocked that as well. Uh all right. On the other side, we've got we've got LT, Lawrence Taylor, in Little Giants. And we have Andre the Giant in the Princess Bride. Now, here's where we lose the definition of what a cameo is. <laughs> because Andre the Giant was not Andre the Giant in this movie. He was Fezzik. Yes. So, fine. I'm picking Andre the Giant. The Princess, the Princess Bride is one of my favorite movies. I'm confident I could recite it line for line from start to finish. Start. Right now. Go. That'll be a separate post. I will write out the entire so I'm transcript. I'm pull it up the, the transcript line. right now. I need you to use the first line. Oh, okay. the first, no, the first line, um, 
No, hang on. Let me you like some peanuts. Figure out the scene. Anyway, no, nope. we're we're cutting into time. Um, <laughs> we've got LT and Andre the Giant. I vote Andre the Giant. John votes LT because for it was impactful. Of course, on it many was. people, well, many children, well, little giants, little, little giants. giants. Oh. And it inspired that movie's incredible. The team. Also inspired the team to win. I also want to say that this team, the Little Giants, had a girl on their team ahead yeah. of their time. Yes. Pro- very progressive. Okay. Yes. And all they needed was the right push mm-hmm. from the right person. Uh-huh. And that's why this is one of the greatest <laughs> children's movies. I mean, the topic of dis- the topic under discussion is sports and cameos, cameos not- <laughs> right? Cameo movies, yes, yes. Not yes. revolutionary uh, sports movies. We'll no, we'll do no. that another time. I'm saying the cameo was revolutionary. <laughs> we can do sports movies another time. You it know, I want to do revolutionary. <laughs> it was very revolutionary, and it was very inspiring. And I'm just saying, he Lawrence knocked his um part out of the of c- out of the park. He yeah. plays yeah. himself real well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Does. I really couldn't have found anybody better to <laughs> fill oh that God. role. Can I vote? <laughs> we already know who you're going to vote for. Do you, though? Yes. <laughs> you're going to side with your man. It's I mean, fine. yeah, because Little Giants was incredible. So was the Princess Bride. Yes, it was. But Little Giants, man, what a childhood classic. They both are. But you're right. John, I you make a very strong Little argument. Giants. I was letting you. I'm not, I, I'm not mad at these decisions. I knew what I was going to go for, but I really just wanted to hear you like go <laughs> on about it. Because the passion. You know, John, John was. John was standing. He nearly ripped John his shirt off. It was the whole that thing. We've rigged these ships, and I just I need to understand that sometimes you lose. Well, unless you rant about it on social media, it's not a fix. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Moving on. I've got Boban Maranovich in John Wick Three, and we got Muggsy Bogues in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Listen. Boban got killed with a book. Spoilers. <laughs> Damn. For Damn, those who haven't watched John Wick three, whole existence, <laughs> and it was incredible <laughs> because he got a he got a couple swings in, and John Wick's the kind of hero who gets hit and gets injured and wounded and stuff. He never gets by scot free. Yeah. And it was a dope fight in tight quarters. I always respect those because they look like they'd be hard to film as cleanly as they are. And like I said, my man was killed with a book. <laughs> um, I don't think I've watched this particular episode of Curb, so it was just me. a weird encounter that him, Larry, um, what should we call it? Larry What's David. the Larry David and uh, uh, what was the other guy's name? Robert something? I can't remember his name. The other guy who's always with him. The big guy. Yeah, the in the show. Um, black guy? Ari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Ari? No, not Ari. The other guy. Yeah, well, I can't remember. Anyway. The black guy? Yeah, this black guy. Show. Is that Ari? No, that's no, not it's Ari. No, it's not Ari. This y'all show. Um, they, again, John made me watch this. I haven't watched in a while. I'm going re- to start had, watching it again because it's just. <laughs> from what I remember, right. they just had a really super stuff. awkward encounter in like the men's locker room. 95% of the reason why it was awkward is definitely Larry David. Of course. Was, you know, strange bird. Um, but I do remember one just being excited to see Muggsy Bogues because that was like, me and my brother just really loved him when we were kids. And also yeah. I thought it was really dope to see somebody who wasn't six feet uh, playing basketball. And I felt like, ah. J.B. Smooth. So. I too have a chance. Yeah. Yes, J.B. Smooth. 
Uh, even though I had no intentions of ever making it to the NBA, but or any sort of <laughs> professional <laughs> basketball, but I thought it was just really dope too. Yeah, I think a lot of kids related to that. Yeah, so I just really loved seeing him there. Um, and from what I hear, he's just a really dope dude. I just also really hear that. solid. Um, but it was just it was cool to see him in there, and and you know not one of the fifty thousand other cameos people have in Entourage. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's a show about. An actor making it in Hollywood. You're going to have to run into people. I know. That's how Hollywood works. It's a network. It's a dumb show. <laughs> Anyways. Don't walk around. I really, I really <laughs> I liked Muggsy. coffee <laughs> every morning. Okay. okay. Wasn't the crescendo of that show that he ended up being cast as Aquaman? What a mistake. <laughs> that would have been. Yes. You know, Jason Momoa bias aside, like <laughs> that, that dude's head is all flotation device. Like that's. Big. Yep. Yeah. That's. You can't swim with that. <laughs> you can't. No. That's why he prefer, pre- prefers to roll around in dirt. Yeah. And just <laughs> rolls and floating. Perhaps. With his buoyancy head. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why. Um, so, John, uh, I'm assuming you're the tiebreaker. What's, uh, what do you got? Who's first? What are they again? It's Muggsy and. Muggsy and. Uh, uh, Boban Maranovic. Boban. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't treated like a circus freak. He was the enforcer. Yeah. True. Oh, that that leads into, let me, before I forget, um, the honorable mention that if this, if this ship were bigger. <laughs> All right, our final opening round matchup. We have Dale Earnhardt Jr. in Talladega Nights and... LT again in any given Sunday. Again, here's where we don't quite know what a cameo is because he wasn't Lawrence Taylor. He was a character. Shark. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Very clearly. um, It is no secret that I love any given Sunday. I love this movie. I have it on Blu-ray. It's wonderful. And he's wonderful in it. Not technically a cameo. <laughs> Very he much a cameo. W- not at all. <laughs> Very much. He was playing a character, but it was still. A cameo is when he appears as himself. But it was pretty much himself no. being Shark. Shark no, and no. Lawrence Taylor are the same And that means The Rock's thing. entire movie career are cameos. And we I can make not. that argument, but he didn't make this list. Oh, my God. So we are talking about Shark. <laughs> Which is not his name. Not his nickname. <laughs> Slash, a.k.a. No. LT. Wrong. A.k.a. Lawrence Taylor. Just say AKA we're, just say we're ignoring the definition of football. cameo. Just say we're ignoring the definition of cameo. This is very... I, wish, I mean, I wish just say it. you can, can do whatever that. mental gymnastics you need to do for this. Accurate I'm good where, where I'm at. Inaccurate <laughs> definition. Okay. Like I said, Taylor's that's still work. what I'm going to vote for. Not a cameo, which is what we decided this topic was. But, you know. If he wasn't great at what he did, he would John, John Huffed and Puff. I'm just saying. Like I said, that's still where my vote's going. But it, a cameo, it is not. <laughs> it just, it ain't. <laughs> he made a cameo when he was tearing up that car. Th- nope. Yep. Still his character? <laughs> no, that was Lawrence Taylor coming out. He's just like, yep. Still, uh. I've been here before. Did he probably genuinely hate LL Cool J? Probably. Nah. There seemed to be a lot of that going around in that set. Well, that was him that and Jamie Fox. Who, awesome. No, really and watch. truly, 
do who else would you think would be fighting on that between Jamie Foxx and LL Cool J? They both play on the same position, offense. Oh yeah. Okay, so same same side of the ball. Yeah. Um, like, but you're just doing different roles, and I mean, you but know, but LL wasn't acting anymore, and like he forgot that he wasn't a football player. <laughs> He's a He's a rapper. Jamie, too. Both one. of them did. Looks Listen, like you cannot be hanging around a football field, dressing up, playing in Just equipment, out with and not get hit with a bit of <laughs> testosterone every once in a while. I guess. And get and get and and do it. That's why that that that, that scene was just cool let it roll. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Yes, because um, <laughs> why am I blanking on the director's name? That is conspiracy theorist nut. Number one, I was going to say Roger Stone. It's not. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Yes. I'm thinking Roger. Because that man knows how to make a movie. Trump. No, Oliver Stone. could see the the heat in this room And that's the thing. We're agreeing. (laughs) Like, LT is my vote. But But we must argue first. (laughs) It's not a cameo. What I was arguing is that it's not a cameo. Because it ain't. I'm just going to say, I mean, listen. LT made an appearance. I don't know what you're He's even, cast in the movie. Does anyone even remember who the other person he's cast against is? I can't remember. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dale Earnhardt okay. Jr. Okay. I literally forgot. I forgot because you two were just. That's that's who we assume you're voting for. <laughs> because you put him up. Here. Living it up. <laughs> so because of John's stubbornness. Because Lawrence Taylor's greatness. Yeah. So that makes us an LT semifinal. It's rigged. <laughs> you you did it. this. You rigged I knew you pinned it. I knew you would do this. 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 If you just you know this what he wants, this is what I'm gonna give him. And I'm gonna let him fight it out amongst himself and you can do this. I honestly expected Antonia to vote Andre the Giant through. Because that was one of her picks as well. It so was. that was but I also just had so that's your fault. You swayed your girl. Nostalgia over little giants really got me. Yeah, you came in with your closing arguments. You changed her mind, and that was her pick. Nice try, Spindarte. You you knew what you were doing. Just like with every single one of them. That's why you stay quiet when you're putting these things together because you're crossing these things. I'm up not quiet at all. Like, I'm getting your picks from happen? them. This is going to happen. What's going to cause the greatest clash and controversy and get people fighting amongst themselves? <laughs> oh wow. John's big mad. Should we do it the other side before we get to the the LT bowl? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> let's do Mike Tyson versus Bobin. Tyson. Yeah. So choosing Mike Bobin. and Mike. <laughs> I'm I'm choosing Mike as well. <laughs> now, John. You have a decision to make. <laughs> And one that is not easy. Where if you want to argue about things being rigged, I make it so that you don't have a conflict in any of these other picks. This is the first time you've had a conflict. The conflict you, every time is when you, it comes to the final. And it's just like, what? That's not true. <sighs> We're going to go with um, Any Given Sunday because that was probably the realest cameo to the actual person that we got to see. Fair enough. Okay. The cameo that's not a cameo going through or voted for once. I haven't <laughs> I haven't made a decision yet. 
Antonia, what do you got? Any given Sunday, yeah. All right. Doesn't matter what I say. Two to one. <laughs> Iron Mike Tyson versus Lawrence Taylor in the final best athlete cameo, but not really a cameo. They just showed up and were very accurately typecast <laughs> in a performance that was suited to his nature. Just completely tailored for him. And I'm not mad at those. I actually I mean, relish those. That's what you do, right? Like That is what you do. You see a talent that has to be on screen, you find gonna, a way to get them on screen. If you're going to do Cadillac Records, you're going to go um, get Beyonce. I guess. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. It's just saying, you need greatness to carry the film. Sure. I mean. <clears throat> Her acting is not what made that movie great. No, no, it's not. But the name. It's the name. Probably bring more attraction to that movie than it probably would never have gotten had she not been involved. Yeah, I can't really argue against it. still a great film. Can't argue against it too much. Uh, All right. Mike versus LT. Drunk and messy messy Beyonce. (laughs) Who we we got? Um. (laughs) If only the listeners could see the the shoulder shimmy that went with the word Beyonce that John pulled up. It was was something. (laughs) (laughs) So that was. Yeah. We saw it. (laughs) Task at hand. John votes for LT. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to vote for Mike Tyson. Oh, shit. It's down to me. Yes. As it always is. As it always <laughs> is. And, <laughs> John, you, you screwed us over. Because <laughs> this pick that is not at all a cameo just <laughs> made it to the final. Just. One. Yep. <laughs> so proud of yourself. But I got to give it. It's. I just want to say the people won. It's one of my favorite <laughs> movies. Won. Lawrence Taylor in Any Given Sunday. Well, damn. Because the movie's incredible. He makes it incredible. It's such a good story. <laughs> <laughs> so self-congratulatory. All right. You did it, y'all. <laughs> wow. Who's we? <laughs> how, yep. do you, how do you tweet Lawrence Taylor? How does that go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Grandpa figures out how to how to send a tweet. Use oh. Google. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Google.ca <laughs> slash Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna close it out there. Please let us know if you agree or disagree. Um, I will mention some some of my favorites that were left off the board. Uh, I had Kobe Bryant. Featuring, uh, featured on a Brian McKnight track. Uh, he does have a Twitter. Me. Can we make sure that we um? Nope. We, we, we you, send this you one out. You have the same passwords as us. Go ahead and send it. I would like you to send that tweet. Yeah, I think it would be more uh, genuine. It will more heartfelt. It just will coming from you. Takes a professional. It does. See, go ahead and be professional. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Um, Kobe Bryant does a verse in. The Hold Me remix by Brian McKnight and shows that. up in the video, um, oh, which near and dear to my heart. Oh, I will say fan art too. <laughs> well, you have you well, have piles you got, of it. You got so much. And you heard it here, folks. This is how John joined Twitter to tweet John's his childhood John. heroes <laughs> who are also on Twitter. Wow excitement 
Uh, I will also give honorable mention to Kevin Nash, who appears in John Wick and Magic Mike. And another one. What? Wow. Uh, Waterboy. Yeah. Uh-huh. We don't. Yes, that's another one. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. LT and Waterboy. Yeah. I honestly making. The, I mentioned that one. Well, no, making I, I, this bracket. I. I mean, you might as well list, say who LT is the greatest anything. of all time in athletes. Does he have eight? Doing acting and cameos and stuff like that. We might as well just say it's LT. John is absolutely giddy right now. You're so excited. There's no point even arguing this. Wow. Wow. Look at those cheekbones. Make, make sure you the tweet heavens. The Rock your feelings as well. <laughs> because, you know, certain Rock movies we can, we can tweet classify appreciation for soul. Oh, my God. John is derailing. So... <laughs> I'm just going to power through here, remind you all the ways to keep in touch with us. We're on Twitter, where you can tweet John now. You did a reunion with Jamie Foxx. Like, come on. <laughs> tweet John directly at Not That Sorry Pod. And we're on Instagram at Not That Sorry Podcast. Thank you so much for all we got this, this busy. because <laughs> like, this is phenomenal. I, if I were to tell anyone that this was happening, no one would believe me. <laughs> It is recorded. It is on Wax, episode 35. <laughs> Just save it, bookmark it. It's my. It's going to be in my year-end highlights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Always something so interesting at the end of every episode. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. At LT underscore 56. Shock. <sighs> <laughs>